0: thank you for downloading the focus on the family marriage podcast you can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast
1: you know there's something extra special about a couple who goes the distance by keeping their commitment to each other uh, you see a long-term marriage and It's just like, that's awesome. Um, And the journey probably had some bumps in the road, but there's nothing as rewarding as crossing the finish line strong. I'm John Fuller, joined by Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. And we're going to return now to a conversation with Dr. Gary Chapman, best known for his book, The Five Love Languages, as he talked with Jim Daly and me about building a lasting foundation for your marriage.
2: We've spent a lot of time encouraging, hopefully, couples to think about how they recognize their differences and their needs and to communicate them openly. Set up a time even once a week, as you've talked about, to encourage honest dialogue. What can I do to help you? What can I do? What can I change in myself that actually would benefit you? And I'm willing to do that. That is so Christlike. It screams Ephesians, your ability to lay down uh, your life for your spouse. Um, It's a wonderful thing. When you look at marriages today, is it simply that we're not training young married people, even you know, middle-aged married people, to think in this way? Why have we lost the art of marriage? I
0: think you're right, Jim. I think it's the fact that we have not, as Christians, really personalized the concept that I am here to serve others. That's my calling. I don't care who you are. If you're a Christian, you're here to serve others. You're not here to satisfy your own desires and your own dreams and visions. You're here to serve others. That, whatever vocation you have, you're here to serve others. Why should that not start in the marriage? Mm. And if we have a heart to serve others, I think it does overflow into the marriage. Mm. And then our children pick up on it. And our children grow up not expecting everybody to do everything for them, but they grow up wanting to reach out and help others. It's the central theme of the Christian life. Jesus said, I did not come to be served. I came to serve and to give my life, a ransom for others. And we're his followers. And we're not here to be served. We're here to serve others.
2: Mm. Gary, that's so beautifully said and so scripturally accurate. Um, I'm reminded of uh, a good friend uh, to this ministry, Don Hodell, who worked here as interim president. He served in the cabinet for President Reagan. He was the secretary of interior and energy during Reagan's eight years, um, a delightful person, a good friend of Doctor Dobson, a board member at one time. But he, to help Doctor Dobson in the in the transition process, agreed to come and be interim president. That was before I was appointed, and uh, you know I watched Don and Barbara come to every meeting. Barbara was part of his life. Um, and she wanted to be engaged, and they would actually work together. She she had a desk
1: in his office. She was
2: always there next to Don. And Don shared an amazing story with me where just weeks before Barbara had a terrible accident, fell down a flight of stairs and became a quadriplegic, Mm -hmm. just weeks before that happened, they talked about what a wonderful life they had shared together and how beautiful it was and how blessed they were by the Lord. And they agreed that when something happens, when it was likely at some point in the years ahead, something could happen that would diminish their ability to enjoy this life, um, that they agreed that they would, one, take care of each other and two, remember the good days so they could get through these more difficult days. Well, lo and behold, the accident happened and for years, Don took care of Barbara. Mm -hmm. Uh, She passed away not long ago. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was a model of love, uh, the absolute biblical application of what you're talking about. And so often today, that can break a marriage up, um, where the one spouse is unable to cope. And because I can't cope, I'm leaving. Um, And we can do that emotionally. We can do it because of physical difficulty. But what a beautiful picture of the way it should be done.
0: Yeah, and, th- and that's, that's the results of a lifelong relationship where you've been loving and supporting each other. You know, sometimes we talk so much about the problems in marriage, but marriage is an absolutely incredible experience. It's a relationship that God ordained, and it brings tremendous satisfaction. You know, I mean, I take great pleasure and joy in seeing my wife blossom and do things for God, and she does the same through me. Uh, you know, you rejoice in each other. It's more blessed to give than receive the Bible
2: says, and that's certainly true in a marriage. But we need to cultivate that attitude, don't we? we do. Today, we're so quickly to give ourselves over to what I would say are more worldly uh, characteristics. We want to fight. We want to divide. We don't want to do the things that God says will bless your life, to have a healthy marriage, to have loving children. Uh, We choose to go with our flesh rather than with the Word of God. And we talk about being happy. You know, (laughs) so many couples say to me, I'm
0: getting out of this marriage because I I think I deserve to be happy. You know, failing to realize that if you do marriage God's way... Happiness is just a byproduct of that. I mean, you do have happiness. You've got joy, which is much deeper than happiness. It's that deep, settled contentment, you know. But you do have happy feelings too if you cultivate the marriage.
1: You know, there have been so many people that we've had on the Focus broadcast and featured in the magazine and on podcasts, and certainly Gary Chapman is one of the more special guests that we ever have. He's got such a great way of bringing truth um, he, he, does it in a winsome way and it's so biblical Greg and Aaron, when you think about a couple who set a godly example of going the distance, who comes to mind,
3: Greg? Yeah, for me, it's my parents, oh, you yeah. know, before my dad passed away a number of years ago there, they had been married 52 years. And although I think what's good is there are things about their marriage that, that I want to do differently. Several things that they did that, oh, I just so admired was one they had such a lifelong commitment to each other. My dad actually put on a plaque. So it hung in the entryway of our house, but it said this is my commitment, my pledge to a lifelong relationship with your mother. And and it was just it was a powerful mm-hmm. reminder. I mean, I would see it every once in a while and as a kid, I mean, I didn't really get it, but I get it now. And so he not only pledged that, but he put it in writing, engraved that. And, and then he come, modeled it for you. In yeah. in our entryway. Mm-hmm. And and I love that. The other thing that I so appreciated about my parents is that they had a shared dream that they pursued together. Marriage ministry was something that, that they both loved and they wanted to do together. And they had a ministry that they both ran. And it was a forty-five year long ministry mm. that they had together, and and that's one of the things that Aaron and I do together is that that we'll go different seasons of going, okay, what are we pursuing right now? And and, and for me, that's a direct reflection of what I saw my parents do. Yeah. So I I just I really appreciate those things that they modeled for us. Mm.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: I know for my parents as well, they were married 45 years before my mom passed away. And although things weren't perfect, and there was things that I would see and go, Oh, my, I don't know about that one. The fact was that they were committed to each other. Yeah. And I think any long-term couple would tell you that is part of their secret sauce is that there's a commitment that goes the mile. It goes the long mile. It goes the seasons. It goes the years that we're going to, we're going to stick to this and we're going to continue to get help when we need it. Yeah, And so it's important to recognize that that commitment is, is a big part of building the stability of our relationship.
3: Mm-hmm. And John, someone had the brilliant idea to ask like a thousand couples who'd been married over fifty years, like what's the secret? And it's really interesting what they said. The number one was commitment. The number two was good communication, not just talking through like schedules but actually getting to know each other yeah. deeply, that they had fun together, that they had a friendship. So that that this was my best friend and that they worked through their challenges. Hmm. And so that, that's what long-term couples are saying work yeah. for them. And, and those are the things that Aaron and I go, man, we want to do those five things as well. That's good. And I, I, as
1: you're speaking, I'm just thinking my parents have been married for over 60 years wow. and they have wow. just stuck it out. I know there were some tough spots, but they stuck it out. Uh, we're, we've hit 35. I think one of I'd, I'd add a sixth thing there. It's good sometimes to have a common enemy, well, like one of your kids is the common <laughs> enemy. That, that kind of carries you through. That's a project.
3: It's bonding yeah. when we
1: get to yell at the well, same you know, kid together, like forging a real close heart with your spouse over a common shared difficulty. Uh, So, no, seriously, whether you're newly married or you've been married for a long time, 35, 45, 60 years, whatever it is, we want to strengthen that journey as you continue step by step together. And if Focus on the Family has been a part of it, tell us, would you? I mean, send us a note. uh, Hit us up on Facebook or Or uh, give us a call and just say, hey, this has really been helpful. And if we can help you in any way, please reach out to us. We have counselors on staff. We have so many great resources. Greg, you you and the team have a really rich uh, website dedicated to marriage content. Uh, We've got copies of Dr. Gary Chapman's book. Uh, He was heard from earlier in this episode, Happily Ever After. Um, And then we've got our free marriage assessment. All of this and much, much more available. Just stop over and look at the show notes to find details. And join us next time as Bill and Pam Farrell share about honoring God in your sex life as a couple. For now, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.